I'm Brianna. I'm Sarah. And we are the, the Squad Ghouls. Just a couple of creepy gals that love creepy things. Creepy crawling. Yeah. Thingies. I have a really good joke this time. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> it's not like super corny, but it is. Okay. Anyway, okay. okay. Why can't witches have babies? I don't know, Brie. Why not? Because their husbands have crystal balls. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that one's very good. You're all welcome. (laughs) (laughs) That one is very good. Um, I have one for you, too. I'm ready. Why do zombies never eat comedians? Why? They taste funny. Oh, man. I hope you guys are all enjoying those as much as we do. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we may enjoy them too much. To maybe. TBH. Maybe. But yes. But I don't really see a problem with Mm-mm. that. That's just me. <laughs> well, shall we get into our booze news? Yes. Booze news. Booze news. Okay, so some really exciting news for those of us in the Southern California area. Reign of Terra. Terra, Terra. Reign of Terra. Do we know Reign any? Of Terra. Yeah, we do. Do we know any Terras that are terrorists? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the best. Let me start this over. We're, we're not editing this out. Yeah, just leave it. We're leaving it. <laughs> Okay, let me start over. (laughs) Reign of Terror (laughs) Haunted House in Thousand Oaks will be happening. Maybe that's just like how Arnold Schwarzenegger would have said it. The Reign of Terror. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I'm so sorry for anybody that we know that's named Tara. You're not a terror, I I promise. Get to the chopper! (laughs) Oh my gosh, I can't talk sometimes. But anyway, (laughs) anyway, Rainer Terror Haunted House, Thousand Oaks, it's the best. Yeah, and they're looking to start uh, Saturday, September the twenty eighth. I think. Wait, no, Uh, I'm looking at that wrong. Twenty sixth. Sorry, (laughs) looking at the old one. No, you're all good. You're all good. Um. Anyway, so they're so due to COVID, they are kind of like doing a little restriction of the ticket sales but nothing's up yet as far as you know pre-purchasing i know we're gonna get the vip um and we'll probably mention it again once they kind of put some notice up uh for but usually for regular admission it's 25 dollars uh for front of line immediate access is 50 dollars so when they do come up please uh Go online, purchase your VIP, front of line. And also beware that it's, you're reserved by a time. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they're probably going to be really strict with this considering, you know, with, you know, COVID still running rampant, there's, I'm sure there's going to be some new um, policies as far as like, you need to come on this time or you're going to miss an opportunity. I'm sure. Almost positive. <laughs> yes. And it's important to note that they are, they're keeping it at minimum capacity to try to be safe. And um, they're limiting groups to six people at a time. Ah. And they are also requiring a temperature screening before you uh, enter. The, although, okay. 
no shade. <laughs> I disagree with this. Anyone displaying a temperature of 101.4 will be denied entry. But you will get a ticket refund. Okay, well, that's good. But for real, though, please don't show up sick. I know. Like, don't if you're, be that person. If you're really not feeling well, and yes, you, we know you bought a ticket, but there, mm-hmm. I will tell you the Reign of Terror crew, they're very nice. You can just pick another day. Yes. But also, don't try to buy on the very last day. Yeah. <laughs> like, try to go earlier. Yes. <laughs> because, you know, winter is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, I don't mean, probably not anytime soon, nope. considering I think we've all had a really late summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about the rest of the world, but it's definitely been strange for us here in California. True. Um, but, yeah, earlier the better, because when it gets closer to Halloween, and this is with any Halloween attraction, it's going to be busy. Uh-huh. Go early. Uh-huh. Just just no. Spread out the spooky love. And um also obviously you will need to wear a mask. They will not yes. let you in with that one. But um it's something that they added that's really cool for this year because it's not something that they've done before. If for any reason you are sick or you cannot attend, they will give you a refund. They've yes. never done that before. Never. So, yeah. Just don't show up sick. Don't be an asshole. Yeah, please, please don't. Keep yeah. us all safe. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if you're wearing a mask. If you're sick, stay home. Yep. We don't want your germs. Please and thank you. <laughs> Other exciting news. Yeah. It's been over a year since the trilogy of Fear Street movies were peeped out to the world. Um, but Deadline now has a surprise update that the R.L. Stein adaptations have been acquired by Netflix. <gasps> so I can watch them all at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> but not till next year. Oh. <laughs> um, so the plan, according to their website, is for the three Fear Street movies to premiere on Netflix one month apart in the summer of 2021. And it's being called the Summer of Fear. Ooh, I mm-hmm. like this. Yeah. I like this a lot. I know, me too. And last but not least, the latest film to spotlight the infamous town of Amityville, New York. Oh boy. Is Lionsgate's The Amityville Harvest. And ahead of the October release, Bloody Disgusting actually debuted the trailer on their website. Oh, nice. Yeah. um, I have to see this. Well, you don't have to wait a year. Uh, So the film's going to be released on DVD, digital, and VOD or video on demand on October 12th. Ooh, another one to watch for us. Yeah. Yay. I like that. Seriously, like, people, like, just do video on demand. <laughs> I know. I mean, there's are, there are some drive-thrus, but I hate that they're still, you know, pushing back a lot of movies. I get it, because they're not making as much, because clearly, you know, people aren't going to the movies, or, mm-hmm. you know, anyway, but it's still worth it. I think again potentially there's still a lot of money there mm-hmm. but anyway <laughs> so uh but uh continuing on we're gonna highlight some more creators of color i like the name of this one the fuzzy pineapple oh <laughs> uh they are based in tallahassee florida mm-hmm. and this boutique sells an assortment of quirky colorful clothes and accessories and you can also create customized pieces oh that's neat them. yeah so it's really cool. There's a tie-dye rainbow hoodie. 
Oh, you know, you, you know, how I am. Oh, you know, <laughs> have you bought it? I'm sure you've bought it. No, I haven't yet because it's too hot for me to think about a hoodie right now. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, no, I have not. But if you check them out, they have some really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Then also there's gold, beauty and wellness, animals and planet. Mm. Uh, Trinity Wooford, uh, co-founded gold in 2017 in brooklyn and her goal was bringing good vibes to the wellness interest industry with products that look good taste good and help you feel like your best self i'm working on that right now so i'm i'm into it nice (laughs) but gold currently offers products ranging from superfood latte tonics to face masks yeah, and each of their superfood boosted essentials are organic, vegan, and cruelty-free, and bonus, no added sugars or sweeteners to any of their daily tonics. I dig it. So I'm like, I love this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we have uh, Gigi Designs Papari. Ooh. Did you like that? You you must have looked that up before we started. Oh, yeah, you know I did. <laughs> I try. I, I, I try to pronounce things correctly. But we try, but it's as, hard. But, you know, as an example of me trying to say reign of terror. <laughs> reign of terror! <laughs> but, uh, anyway, so this Etsy shop, um, it provides handmade and custom greeting cards, along with invitations, party banners, photo booth props, and other little exciting things. Like, I noticed they have, like, some really cute little pins that they made. and oh, nice. Some really cute stuff, so... He likes it. Check them out. Right on. <laughs> well, this week, we're talking about a movie that we actually went to see a couple weeks back at yeah. the drive-in. Yes. If you guys haven't done this yet, um, please look up in your local area. Uh, we went to... Um, Paramount. The Paramount drive-in. But there's also another popular one here in the Los Angeles area uh, known as the Mission Tiki drive-in. Mm-hmm. And it is also uh, been pretty popular. They have... this. The one we went to had two different screens. They did. Yes. And Mission Tiki, I believe, has... I want to say six. That's a lot of screens. <laughs> I could be wrong. <laughs> I may maybe giving them too many screens. Um, but I will say, just to kind of talk about our experience for a minute, um, it was a lot of fun. We brought our own food, our own popcorn. They do have a snack bar that is available. But just to be extra safe, we brought our own things. And we sat in our car, ate some good food, watched a good movie. And they were being totally safe um making sure that everybody comes in with a mask on as you're you know purchasing uh your tickets which ten dollars per person just like if you were going to a regular movie theater mm-hmm. um some of them charge by car but i think these right now are uh, per person each car you are correct okay all right cool and uh and they also there they also have security that walks around make sure that you're still wearing masks Yes. And yeah. So if you stepped out of your car and you didn't have them, they were on you like stink on you know what. Mm-hmm. They were really good about it. So just kind of letting everybody know that it is safe to to go to these events. Oh, and the bathrooms. Oh yeah. The the bathrooms are important to note too because um 
they block off every other stall Mm -hmm. and as soon as at least in the women's bathroom as soon as you walked out there was an attendant in there spraying everything with medical grade disinfectant yep so is i felt really safe just just letting you guys know they're they're doing a really good job to you know help you know just create a, a good experience for everybody and keep you safe exactly so i mean if you haven't gone to the drive in check it out and you know it's like super old school and i used to do that you know when i was younger mm-hmm. and it kind of felt good to go back and do that i don't know about you but mm-hmm. I, no i thought it, i, really I mean i had it. a great time we went with our friend Lindsay, and it was it, it was super fun i mean we to your point we brought our own stuff so that we could not have to we could touch as few things as humanly possible mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was great and we just got to sit and hang out and talk i mean it was great i had a great time i loved yeah, it me too oh and i'll get on my soapbox <clears throat> later about other releases that need to go to the drive-in i know but i won't get into it now <laughs> I know. let's get into the rental yes the rental was the film that we saw yes so it was the directorial debut of dave franco younger brother of james franco the other franco no kidding. <laughs> the weird franco yeah the- <laughs> And uh, Franco also co-wrote the screenplay with uh, Joe Swanberg. And uh, it was based on a story by Franco Swanberg and Mike Dembski. So really cool just to kind of get in a little bit of a synopsis. Basically, it's a film that puts a sharing economy spin on the horror subgenre of wicked proprietors who, like Norman Bates, rent rooms with evil intent. Ooh. <laughs> But the film was released on video on demand and in select theaters slash drive drive-ins uh, in the United States on July 24th, 2020 by IFC Films. And, you know, so far it's got, you know, some pretty good reviews, but uh, it stars Dan Stevens. He plays Charlie. And if you guys don't know, Dan Stevens is from Beauty and the Beast. He played the Beast. He sure did. And he's also uh, very popular in the show Legion. And he also was in that great movie that I was telling you about, the the Eurovision. Oh, yes. It was so funny. Yeah. On, on <laughs> like, side note, if nobody has watched that movie... Uh, it's called Eurovision, the the story of fire song or fire something. I I, I don't know, whatever. But it has Will Fire Saga. Fire Saga. That's right. It has Will Ferrell and um, Rachel McAdams in it. Yes. And Dan Stevens plays the weird uh, the the weird Russian singer. And, and it's so great. Well, and for anyone that's ever listened to European techno music at all, ever. It's hilarious. <laughs> it was so funny. We were watching uh, trailers to see what we wanted to watch. That you know, this was a couple weeks back. We were watching trailers to see what we wanted to to watch for the evening, and we were halfway through that trailer, and Jared was thinking to himself, "Yeah, there's no way Sarah's gonna want to watch this." And before he could even say anything, I was like, "Can we watch that? That looks great." <laughs> and it was. And it was. And it has Dan Stevens in it. Yes, very, very good. Mm-hmm. I I had a really couple of good belly laughs on that one. Oh my gosh it was great <laughs> oh man but good job dan stevens oh, you're awesome creating some great stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> um also stars allison brie as michelle who's it charlie's wife and also speaking of wife this is also dave franco's wife if 
people did not know that. I didn't know that until I looked it up. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, Alison Brie, you probably know her most famously right now from Glow. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was also in Community and Mad Men. She was great in How to Be Single also. Oh, yes. The, the scene where she's reading to the kids and she's like ripping out her hair extensions. Oh, yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. She's oh, my great. God. She was great in How to Be Single. Alison Brie is great. I love her. <laughs> and then we have uh, Sheila Vand, mm-hmm. uh, who plays Mina. Mm-hmm. And um, she is known for the new series uh, Snowpiercer and um, Undone. Mm-hmm. And then we have Jeremy Allen White, who plays Josh. And he is very popular. He's in great Shameless. on Shameless. Yeah, Shameless. So great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we have uh, Toby Huss as Taylor. Mm-hmm. And you know, we mostly know him from Reno 911. <laughs> The first few seasons of that show are great. Yes. <laughs> and then we have uh, Anthony Molinari as the man, the man, as they call him. And you know what's really interesting? He's just a stunt guy. He's not, like, really an actor. I mean, I guess that I makes mean, he sense. He is, he is, I mean, being stunts, I guess you kind of have to act, too. But, I mean, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that's interesting. Because I was, like, looking him up, I was like, oh, I feel like I've heard that name before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have, and because he's a great sentiman and stunt coordinator. Mm. So, like, very popular choice. That's interesting. Yeah, so pretty well casted, I feel. I, I really liked everyone that they picked Yeah. for each of these particular roles. And, you know, it was one of the first times I can't really imagine anybody that I would have replaced any of these actors with. Because mm-hmm. I felt like they were... Um, age appropriate and i felt like they were personality type appropriate for each of their roles it was very well casted i think it was really well done in that part but well so i will get into the plot so i mean and also spoiler for those who haven't (laughs) listened to any of our movie reviews yet we will say the whole movie we're gonna ruin it so (laughs) so if you have not seen the movie yet press pause now mm-hmm. <laughs> because we're gonna talk about it mm-hmm. <laughs> um so we open up uh to charlie and mina talking to each other in the office and they're looking at this house to rent to just kind of have this little getaway weekend um charlie with his his wife and um mina with his uh with her boyfriend who happens to be charlie's brother mm-hmm. so let's go and they're looking at this really cool house and it's beautiful it's on the coast and you know they're just like yeah let's just get away and forget about work and it's gonna be great i also want to point out there's this like weird chemistry (laughs) with charlie and mina yeah and we'll get into more of that later yeah (laughs) but you can already sense it Mm -hmm. um when especially when after after looking at this house and they're trying to book it um uh, Josh shows up, Charlie's brother, but you know, who's dating Mina, and they kind of like quickly break apart from each other. <laughs> and, um, you know, they're talking to him about this house and they're like, yeah, yeah, you know, let's, let's go do this. And, you know, so they all get all packed up and Josh brings this cute little dog. Oh, the little Frenchie dog. The little Frenchie. I should have looked up who, who played that part. Right. <laughs> and it's I Im- did not. It's, it's important to note the dog does not die. Yes. You'll be very happy. I was, yeah, I was, I was very happy to see that the dog did not die. <laughs> yes. And I, I'm definitely going to mention that to you at the end. <laughs> 
<laughs> for sure because that was like the best part for me the best but anyway <laughs> so um uh one of the first little tension that kind of starts is mina who is of like i would say iranian american yes she is yes. iranian American. okay she tries to put in uh an application for the house for the rental and she was instantly denied but then charlie submits an application who he is a white male and it gets um accepted mm-hmm. right away so there's already a little like funny feeling about this place she's already there. pissed yeah mina is already bothered <laughs> i would be too mm-hmm. being an african-american woman mm-hmm. but i think and, but what was hard was that you know i think they just went off of her name yep and it, it, mainly the last name mm-hmm. i would say and yeah so it was already weird and she was already starting to feel uncomfortable driving oh, totally. there to this house so they uh arrive and the the group uh meets taylor kind of creepy at first <laughs> or no well i can't say creepy at first creepy yeah he's creepy the whole time and it kind of makes you a little bit believe like all right something's up with this guy yeah i was i was sure that he was gonna be the yeah you know anyway i'll let you yeah no you're good (laughs) so you know they he kind of lets them know like the the way of the house gives them the tour and everything and of course mina you know she can't hold back she can't help herself (laughs) she cannot help herself and she mentions she you know confronts him about her application being denied and of course you know taylor is like well, you know, I don't really run that. I just manage the property for my brother. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you have a problem, you can leave and like that. Right? It's like, sorry. Don't <laughs> I mean, he's right, though. <laughs> she did have a problem. But, of course, she just kind of let it go. And, you know, but he's supposedly going to come back and bring, uh, you know, telescopes so that they can check it out. Uh, check out the night sky, as he mentioned, by the jacuzzi. There's always got to be a jacuzzi. There's always trouble in the jacuzzi. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm getting into that. <laughs> <laughs> so they they go for a walk, and they come back um, for dinner and whatnot to hang out, and they notice that Taylor brings back the telescope, but, you know, doesn't really tell them that he, you know, came in and he came out. He just barged in. Just kind of opened the door, brought it back. So kind of, like, makes the group a little bit, you know like feel weird about this guy so mm-hmm. we're already and i think everybody in the audience too were like okay this guy is like, well, the killer well He's, that's strange yeah <laughs> yeah this guy's the killer obviously mm-hmm. <laughs> so then um the group starts talking about like hey well mainly the girls so mina and uh michelle uh they let the guys know like oh yeah you know we got some ecstasy and we should get all crazy and have fun we brought some drugs because you know that's how i'm i met charlie (laughs) he's a (laughs) dancing machine (laughs) which he was (laughs) yes and um but you know michelle was like well you know i kind of wanted to save it because i want to do this hike you know in this area it's so beautiful and i want to be able to get up and be focused so mm-hmm. instead the other three charlie mina and josh they instead partake in the drugs and have a pretty interesting night <laughs> yeah. and so we uh get to the part well josh you know he passes out after you know 
they're you know he's messing around with charlie and they're fighting dancing all that stuff and also drinking is happening as well don't <laughs> so, mix so this is not helping pick one or the other but <laughs> please friends stop mixing your goodies i'm not gonna, i'm not gonna judge you yeah by what you do but just stop mixing them they're they're already breaking all the rules of right? horror movies so josh goes to bed and um mina and charlie they're like oh yeah you know i want to get in jacuzzi you know this guy talked about this jacuzzi let's let's get into it together bad idea um so then we realize that again here comes that chemistry between mina and charlie which i also want to point out charlie is her boss uh-huh <laughs> so it's worth noting yeah i just want to note that and of course you know drugs alcohol jacuzzi they start kissing of and the dog what was the dog's name <laughs> why did i forget the dog's name well anyway josh's dog starts barking which kind of breaks them apart and mina decides you know what it's a good idea i'm just gonna shower and i'm gonna go to bed and so Mina's in the shower, and all of a sudden, here comes Charlie. And Sick they, girl. And they have sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's that. Breaking rule number two. Right. <laughs> and while their significant others are just in the other rooms. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. So weird to me. Anyway. So the next morning, you know, uh, Michelle's waking up. She's, like, trying to get ready um for this big hike that she's super excited about and of course mina josh well josh he's he's feeling okay he's he's feeling a little bit groggy but he's like up for the hike but of course mina and charlie waking up with their guilt they (laughs) are not feeling very well Mm -mm. and they decide that they're not going on the hike um kind of pisses off michelle a little bit that her husband, Charlie, you know, knowing that she was really excited about this is not going. And then so that Michelle's not alone, of course, you know, Charlie, I mean, I'm sorry, not Charlie. Josh goes with her to, you know, keep her company while Mina and Charlie stay home. And it's important to note, too. So the dog's name is Reggie. Reggie. Thank and you. And they, before they leave for their hike, they weren't supposed to bring Reggie to the house, period. The rental oh, yeah, specifically right. said no dogs. And... They brought Reggie anyway, and they leave Reggie tied up outside, and before they leave, they say, hey, just bring the dog in at some point. I just let him outside for a little bit, but please bring him back inside. Yeah. (laughs) So they leave, and then, of course, Mina and Charlie start having that awkward conversation. (laughs) Yeah, so about last night. (laughs) And, of course, you know, they're... You know, saying, yeah, this can't happen again. We just, we're just going to forget about it. Yes. Nothing's going to happen. So, yeah, awkward conversation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, uh, so, we cut to later. So, Mina takes a shower and she starts to notice a little bit something weird. And she notices a little camera in the shower. creepy so she lets charlie know which of course he starts freaking out because hey guess what we had sex in the shower so now there's a video of us Mm -hmm. and of course mina she's like going crazy she's like well we gotta call the cops we gotta call the cops and all this stuff and then of course charlie's like no 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 we can't do that because then 
Our spouses will they're, find out. They're going to find out Our that we had sex. significant others will, will find out. Oh, man. But going to uh, Josh and Michelle on the hike that they're taking, you know, they're just talking about about everything, you know, that's going on in their relationships. And uh, Josh mentions to Michelle that, um, well, she, let me, I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Michelle mentions that they were kind of fooling around when uh, uh, Charlie was with another person. Mm -hmm. So when they did, you know, their little drug-filled rave night, that's how they met. Mm -hmm. And they were, um, she kind of, he kind of cheated on his um, ex, then, his ex then, girl, yeah. his then girlfriend and josh mentions like this is a a thing this is what he does this it's is what pattern. charlie does there's a little pattern he's done this with previous uh relationships which kind of makes uh michelle kind of question like okay yeah this is weird <laughs> and you know she and then she kind of like she gets really just paranoid, especially because, you know, she can see that chemistry that he has with Mina. So she's, you know, everything's festering now on this hike. <laughs> so we, they, they get back and, you know, they're you know, talking about the hike, like how, how was it? But of course, Michelle just passes right by Josh. You know, mm-hmm. she's she's pissed because she's hearing all this information about Charlie. I'm sorry, not passing Josh, passing Charlie, excuse me. And um, but, you know, she's just like, you know, whatever, let it go. And so uh, Michelle comes out after, you know, coming back from the hike and she's like, all right, guys, we did this plan. We're going to do these drugs and we're going to have a little we're going to have fun. And of course, all three who did it the night before, they're like, hmm. Not so much. We're not going to do this. Mm-mm. And Michelle's like, screw that. I'm going to do drugs and I'm going to get in this hot tub. And I'm going to have a good time. <laughs> I'm going to have a good old time. Uh, so she puts on music and, you know, pops in the drugs and here we go. And then they notice that the dog is gone. Mm, which poor was, Reggie. <laughs> yeah, poor Reggie. And this is where we thought the dog was dead. <laughs> because I was not amazed. there was already the rule that reggie was not supposed to be there Mm -hmm. so of course josh is pissed because mina and charlie both forgot about the dog and he's been there all day and now he's gone so of course uh josh is thinking uh that the uh caregiver taylor did something because you know they're already creeped out by this guy Mm -hmm. and little did they know that michelle called (laughs) taylor to come fix the hot tub because it wasn't working Mm mm-hmm so here comes Taylor <laughs> to come fix the hot tub. And so he goes out and, you know, fixes that. But I, I will say, what I want to note before, too, one of the funniest parts <laughs> Allison Brie trying to play oh. with the hot tub. And she's like, oh shit, they lost the dog. And she like giggles about it. <laughs> the best part, because I feel like if I was drunk or something like that and trying to have a good time, that's probably me. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, but anyway, so Taylor comes and he fixes the hot tub. But of course, before he even goes out to do that, Josh confronts him about the dog. And he's like, yeah, you know, did you take my dog? He's like, no. And what are you even doing with a dog here anyway? So he, you know, he's already like annoyed that they didn't follow the rules. And he's like, no, I didn't take your dog. I've been, you know, at my house all day. So I don't know what happened. Maybe he'll come back. Hopefully. (laughs) And 
so as he's uh going out to to his truck to go back home um mina because she can't hold it in she just can't help herself (laughs) girl just cannot help herself she just cannot hold it in she pulls him away and says hey you know can i just you know privately talk to you about something he's like sure sure and so he's she's leading him to the bathroom and he thinks he's she's getting ready to talk about um you know the toilet (laughs) that needs to be fixed that i guess other um guests had had problems with and she's like no like uh she points to the hidden camera in the shower and she's like you know what we're you know, we're thinking about calling the cops because this is, you know, invasion of privacy. And he was like, hey, well, you know, I didn't put that there. I didn't install that. He's like, yeah, you know, we should call the cops. And of course, Mina instantly stops him because they don't want the cops involved because they don't want, you know, everybody to find out what happened between um, her and Charlie. And so she gets kind of in a little scuffle with uh, Taylor and a cell phone and then enters Josh, who thinks that this guy, Taylor, I mean, he's already pissed anyway. Uh, he thinks this guy, Taylor, is attacking his his girlfriend. So he just goes out and just pummels this guy, like, real bad. And so there's that. And then he uh, gets pulled off of uh, Taylor by Charlie. And they're just like, you know, holy shit. <laughs> this escalated very quickly this escalated real quickly (laughs) and so they're trying to figure out what's going on they go back into the main room and you know everybody's like trying to figure out like what was the scuffle and and you know there's of course michelle (laughs) the voice of reason but who is on drugs (laughs) (laughs) says that we need to call the cops it was an accident they got in a fight and this is you know this is what it is and of course they start bringing up charlie you know also in the back of his mind he's like i don't want them to find out because yeah what we did if we mentioned the hidden camera (laughs) but um they also mention a little bit of josh's uh past being in jail for beating up somebody like to death so of course they don't want him you know to go back to jail so they're all saying okay well let's get rid of you know let's just get rid of him let's get rid of the body so but in the meantime though as they're arguing we see this little mysterious figure enter the bathroom and suffocate taylor so now he's officially dead (laughs) to quote billy crystal from the princess bride there's a difference between mostly dead and all dead (laughs) This yeah. time he was all dead. Yeah, he's all dead. So Michelle goes in and uh, checks his pulse just to see if Taylor's still alive. And of course, they find out that he's dead. So now Charlie is kind of like really freaking out because, you know, he doesn't want his brother to go to jail. And, you know, then they just suggest like, well, we'll just throw his body off a cliff. <laughs> I mean, as as one does. So Michelle is super upset she's like not agreeing with this she's like you guys are gonna do it i'm not gonna be any part of this they totally killed her high so she's pissed (laughs) (laughs) so of course they are you know so the three so josh uh mina and charlie they are you know going to dispose of taylor's body and so they're trying to get his body off a cliff. But in the meantime, Michelle, who's still at the house, um, 
we kind of see the mysterious mask man kind of, you know, roaming the area. And all of a sudden she keeps hearing sounds of running water. She doesn't know where it's coming from. So she's going all around the house and it actually, the sound leads her to uh, the upstairs loft area. And of course on the television, she sees Mina and Charlie having sex from the, the video from the shower camera. And of course, yeah, she's super pissed. So, uh, the three, they're walking back from disposing Taylor's body and they notice Michelle just driving away. Like she's, she's out of here. And so of course, Charlie runs after her and, you know, he's trying to make her stay like, don't, you know, I know you didn't agree with like the plan, the decision that we made, but no, please don't leave. And Michelle mentions, she's like, I saw the video and yeah, I'm done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> thanks bye-bye yeah so she drives off into the dark uh forest like i mean it was like pitch pitch black oh yeah <laughs> and of course there is spikes in the road and she runs right over them and she gets out trying to you know figure out what's going on and now she's like stuck so she's really pissed and then all of a sudden she's grabbed by the mysterious man and yeah bye michelle bye-bye i was kind of hoping she would live i, liked I know her. i really liked her <laughs> so meanwhile uh, but i'm sorry but before she was grabbed she texts um charlie letting her know that she's stuck and to like come get her but anyway but she's dead now <laughs> so we cut back to the house and the three are just you know they're devastated that she just you know drove away and you know, she's, you know, really sad about it. it everybody's a little sad about it <laughs> and annoyed. Uh, but of course, you know, Char Charlie lies. He doesn't say why, the the main reason why she left. He just made Mina and uh, Josh believe that she left because she didn't agree with them dis disposing of the body. So, and then they get back. And so Mina realizes that they need to you know, try to find this, you know, receiver to destroy the, the footage. Um, so they're going around trying to, you know, look for that her and uh, Mina and Josh. Meanwhile, Charlie's like, all right, you know, uh, Michelle needs my help. She just messaged me. I'm going to go and, and help her out. So he goes over there and notices that like she's not in the car and then he notices her dead body and then he gets hit and he did by charlie Bye bye. he kind of deserved it though yeah he did i wasn't <laughs> sad he kind of deserved it <laughs> so um and then we go back to the house mina and josh they break into the that locked room that's a locked room that's underneath the house there's just boxes of junk and and all of that stuff and then um all of a sudden, the uh, footage of Mina and Charlie in the shower is sent to Josh's phone. And he, you know, he confronts her uh, about it. And he's like, what the hell is this? And then they hear a door shut in the house. And they're thinking it's Charlie coming back. So, of course, Josh, he's pissed. He's going up there and trying to run around the house and, you know, trying to confront Charlie about like, hey, sleeping with my girlfriend, all that and then he gets surprised by the mysterious um, killer 
that has no face, by the way. Well, I mean, no, it's kind of a face, but not really. he's wearing a mask, but it's a really weird mask. Yeah, it was, that was really creepy. <laughs> so the masked man, he kills Josh, and then, you know, he's uh, kind of hunting around for Mina. She sees it, she manages to sneak outside and, and run away, and then, so she's running through the woods. Rule number, like, I don't know, <laughs> three. <laughs> don't run in the woods in the dark. And she's trying to get away from the mass killer and uh, she doesn't see where she's falling because she can't see because it's super foggy. And then she accidentally falls off the cliff and into the ocean. And she did. But on the good note, so as the mass killer comes back to the house to remove all his cameras and stuff, here comes Reggie. Yay, Reggie! He alive! (laughs) (laughs) And I love how Reggie, like, the, the killer was like trying to pet him and Reggie's like, nah, it's cool. That's cool, man. He's like leaning back. He's like, back. nope, you do your thing. I'll do my dog thing. <laughs> He's like, I'm good. And then we, like I said, he, the masked man, he returns and moves all the stuff. And then we notice that he goes to a new location and puts all his little cameras and audio stuff in the next part. And then I, what I thought was really cool in the rolling credits, um, they had like videos of all the different people in this, this new rental. And then right at the, the end, we see the killer coming in to kill the, the new guests. So there you have it, the rental. Indeed. I thought it was good. I you liked know, it. It wasn't um it, I mean, it, it it wasn't the most innovative or creative or original plot. Mhm. And I think we've seen this in a lot of, you know, home invasion type right type of movies. Um I I really didn't hate it. It was it was fun. It was entertaining. It was really well casted. You it guys was, jumped a couple of times. We did. We sure did. And it it was filmed really really well. Um, I did like the twist at the end where the killer gets away and then he keeps doing it to other people during the yeah. credits. Um, but it did make me. I mean, I've I've never really been a fan of Airbnbs, um, <laughs> mostly because. If I'm going to pay hotel prices to stay somewhere, mm-hmm. I don't want to have to make my bed the next day. Yeah. I want somebody to come and do it for me. Um, I just like cooking. So I don't have to go out to eat as much. I like I think that's my thing eat. about Airbnbs. But now, I don't know, maybe after seeing this movie. Well, and I don't know. Oh, oh my messing with my microphone. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I like going out to, to eat. I I mean, I do. But, you know, there's that those times where you want to try to save a little bit. Just a little. But and then there's those other times where you like treat yourself. <laughs> well, and I think it depends, too, a lot on um, one where you go and two it depends on what you're cooking because a lot of times and like what we're finding for the pandemic is it's almost as expensive for us to eat at home as it is for us to go out. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm fairly lazy. So, <laughs> but, but I like to cook. I really like to cook, but when I Me go too. on vacation or if I'm staying somewhere, I yeah. don't have to do that. Like if I'm going to Hawaii, I probably would not stay in an Airbnb. Oh, hell no. It just depends. Like if we're doing more of like a staycation, like when we go to Palm Springs or mm-hmm. something like that, I'm, I'm good with an Airbnb, but like in another state or country, obviously I, I'd rather do a hotel. Although I got to tell you, I, after seeing this airbnbs make me nervous because i just don't trust people yeah um and this just kind of like <laughs> furthered yeah. that fear because to that point and and i didn't even think about the camera 
aspect of it. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know that there's nanny cams and such. Yeah. In the the living rooms, but yeah. well, well, I've stayed in places um, that had cameras, like the ring and all that stuff. Oh yeah. Like so the- I mean, I don't know if it makes me too uncomfortable, but I mean, I don't know. I, I think they're just making sure you're trying to do the right thing. But you know what? Not I- screw up their house. Which I totally understand. Yeah. For me personally, the thing, two things that I love the most about hotels versus Airbnbs. One, I don't got to make my bed the next day. Someone else will do it for me. Yeah. Two, I don't have to worry about a camera because while I understand and respect a homeowner's right to have, I mean, I've got a ring doorbell and people have nest cams and all kinds of stuff around their houses. Mm -hmm. While I understand and respect it, um, I personally am not comfortable being on camera 24 seven. Yeah. And especially like if I'm going somewhere for a vacation with Jared, I really don't want to be on camera. I mean, <laughs> that's totally invasion of privacy. Yeah. Um, so I, I definitely will not be staying in an Airbnb anytime soon. Yeah. Well, especially like now with what's going on. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you went into that because that was my my question is like, would you stay in Airbnb now no. <laughs> after seeing this? <laughs> no, and and we only the, so the only one I've ever stayed in was the one that we did in Palm Springs, mm-hmm. which already wasn't a spectacular experience. Yeah, it was okay. It was okay, but for what we paid, mm-hmm. we basically paid the same price that it would have been to stay in a hotel. Yeah, and we just had the luxury of having our own pool and a kitchen. We did, but the pool. But we wasn't still went even, out to eat. <laughs> we still went out to eat, and the pool wasn't even like hundred percent. No, it wasn't even a hundred percent. And I feel like we were most of the price was the pool, right? And so that's yeah. why. And thankfully, the lady was was nice, and I ended up not leaving her a review um, because I didn't want to be a complete dick. And she did <laughs> refund me part of the money. Oh, okay, well, let's um, see that was nice. Though. Yeah, she did because I hit her up and just said like, "Look, I'm not trying to be a difficult person, but this pool is gross, and it doesn't look like it's been cleaned. The water is cloudy, and the whole reason why we wanted to stay in a house versus a hotel was so that we could have our own pool. Yeah, and and not deal with people. Yeah, and you're not getting what we paid for. Yeah, and she refunded me a portion of it, like a small portion of it. So I just didn't leave her a review instead of leaving a bad one. But okay. Well, that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) I try, like, if people are, if people try to make good on, on what happened, like, if there's an issue and and the business owner or, you know, whoever I'm renting something from tries to make good on it, I'm totally not going to be an asshole and leave a bad review. That's not me. Um, I know it's, like, a very popular, it's a very popular thing. It is, although I've seen a lot of um, very interesting uh readings lately about cities that are changing zoning laws and such mm-hmm. so that um homeowners can't buy one and then just rent it out for airbnbs oh mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. so they can't be like this guy putting all these hidden cameras and then he comes in and kills no. them <laughs> interesting yeah. well i really liked it and i um looked up a couple of things about Dave Franco, I mean, I know as a, I know him as an actor, but I don't, you know, obviously don't know him as a director. So I wanted to just mention a couple of things that kind of inspired him, which I thought was interesting. So in an article with the New York Times, he um, said he was inspired to write some of uh, his some of his favorite horror movies inspired him to write The Rental. So which was one of which was The Blair Witch Project. I found that really interesting. 
though and, and because his description says like he considers it one of the scariest movies because you don't see the villain but and i I found that interesting because like we didn't really see the villain in the rental so i can kind of see that you know correlation in his writing a little bit but also is the blair witch project really the scariest movie of all time okay (laughs) i just thought but i mean then he mentions like martha uh marcy may marlene which was more like a thriller mm-hmm. and then Blue Ruin. And then he mentions uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This was nothing like the Texas Chainsaw no. Massacre. Like not even close. But I just thought I found it interesting, like what he mentioned, like his inspiration. I mean, I, I saw a little bit as far as like, you know, as far as not seeing the killer till the end, but all the other movies he mentioned, I was like, okay, I, I don't, I and- didn't see it there. No, and the the Blair Witch Project, like I, I understand that it was a big deal in terms of its budget to box office mm-hmm. ratio, because I think at the time it was like the most profitable movie ever made because they made it for five dollars or whatever <laughs> you know video cameras cost at the time. But I mean, yeah, no, and you know what? I actually really hated that you never saw the villain in that movie. I, I was okay with it. I really didn't care for it. Because I mean, because I, I was already, like, laughing at it. So, like, at that point, it didn't really matter to me. Well, I mean, I guess, like, to that point, if you just look at it from a perspective of being, like, so bad and so ridiculous that mm-hmm. it didn't matter. Because nothing happened until, like, literally the very the end, end of the when movie. they're in the house. Like, that was it. Yeah. Like, the whole beginning, I could have, like, we could have left that all that out. I know. I'm like, we're just watching a bunch of people camping, which is yeah. boring. It was so boring. so boring. Yeah, it was just it was just a boring. My mom movie. was snoring next to me. Sounds about right. And Lindsay was sitting on the other side of me, and we're cracking up, and people are telling us to shut up because apparently it's not funny. I thought it was funny. I mean, it was funny, but it wasn't supposed to be funny. I know that's the sad part, and it, yeah, I, I just found it interesting that he picked that movie as, and then and then mentioning you know it still holds up it's considered one of the scariest movies of all time and that's i'm just like very subjective yeah that's a very that's a very subjective statement i i want to know and you know for our listeners out there please email us <laughs> i want to know what everybody thinks about the blair witch project because i feel like mm. we both don't like the movie so i don't know if we'll ever do a review on it because <laughs> You already know what we think. Because we hated it. Um, but I would like to know what you guys think. I'm going to post a survey on our Instagram stories right now. Oh, amazing. Yeah, please answer it. Yep. And also, <laughs> if you don't answer it, because actually you're probably not going to see this until after the story is gone. Right. Um, but yeah, email us and tell us what you think, because neither I'm, of us liked it. Yeah, I would like to hear your opinion on this. But... Yeah, I just thought that was interesting in his interview because, you know, like I said, I just wanted to see where his inspiration came from, especially this is like, you know, his his first, you know, directing a movie and also with writing as well. Um, so I was just curious. But, you know, there he there may be um, room for also a sequel. Just so you know. There's, I mean, he has interest in making a sequel for this movie. I mean, I could see that. So that could be interesting. <laughs> I I don't know how um, I don't know how enthusiastic I would be about a sequel. Yeah, because I feel like, like it'd be the same. Yeah, it's like I I you know I I came I saw I conquered. It was fun. Um, 
I don't know that it's got the story to do a sequel. Yeah. Although, I did read a really interesting um, article on Dread Central mm-hmm. about how Stephen King felt about the film. Oh. So, a direct quote, uh, he says, I liked Dave Franco's The Rental. Uh, I liked it very much. Uh, we've seen this horror trope before, which is what we were saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Joe Bob Briggs once called, quote unquote, spam in a cabin. <laughs> um, but this features an actual plot drawn wire tight. Has a John D. McDonald kind of feel. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a, that's a very yeah. accurate review of the film. It was like fun. That. Yeah. Well, and I also liked that in the movie, it kind of... Uh, you know, touched on, I mean, obviously, you know, the scary part about like, you know, home sharing, like what we mentioned, (laughs) but, you know, also like, I like how it touched on like a little bit of, you know, racial discrimination, which is a lot of what we're still going through. (laughs) And what we're going to keep going through unless we can fucking get it together. Yeah. Right. So I just, uh, I like how they uh, touched on that. And it was actually uh, based on an experience that one of his close friends had. Really? Yeah. So that that's why he threw that in there. This actually happened and he experienced it with his friend. So I thought that was really cool. (laughs) But another cool little fun fact about the rental, they actually um, had a premiere um, at the Vineland Drive-In Theater here in the City of Industry. On June 18th, 2020. I thought that was really cool. So again, people, come on. <laughs> Let's release more movies at the drive-in. I I've still feel like there's a lot of potential to make money with this. I mean, I mean they did pretty good. Um, the, the film made an estimated uh, 130000 from 251 theaters on its first day. And then uh, 420000 over the weekend, topping the box office, actually. Um, it was also top rented on Apple TV and the iTunes stores and other, uh, streaming services. Um, in its second weekend, it was, gr- it grossed, uh, 290,000 from 242, uh, theaters. And it still remained the, the top 10, um, renting on the iTunes stores, direct TV and like spectrum, all that. So, um, and then on its third weekend, it made 123,000 in the box office. Wow. Yeah, and it's still um, remaining. Uh, it's it's fourth um, in the box office still, and it's um, still remains the top rented horror film horror film in iTunes. And uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it seventy four percent. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think I think that's good. I think that's yeah. I, yeah. I support that. I I totally agree with that. But okay, so uh, how many screams would you get it then? I give it three and a half. I agree. Because it had, you know, some scary moments that made me jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it did. <laughs> but it wasn't like, I mean. Like, it, oh my God, I um, can't watch this again because it's so scary. Yeah, it's not one of those you paid for your whole seat, but you're going to only need the edge of it. Like, right. <laughs> it's, it's not like that. But, exactly. But it was good. It's definitely yeah. worth a watch. I would 100% rent it on demand. And I have zero regrets about going to the drive-in to see it. I had exactly. a good time. I had a really good time at the drive-in with you guys. And... Um, I also will give it 3.5 stars, stars, screams. <laughs> I really love Savage Brie. I love that Savage Brie is like, I'm not just going to be nice to everybody all the time anymore. 
<laughs> well, maybe it's the podcast that's bringing you. You're out. spending too much time with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing black right now. This is and it's hot I outside. Know, and it's wonderful. <laughs> So, yeah, but definitely um, check out your uh, local listings for the drive-in and go see the rental. I think it's definitely worth the 10 bucks or however much it is to rent it um, for video on demand and go check it out. So, but Absolutely. If, oh, yeah. And we'd like to, we would love to hear your experiences, too. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, just reminder to we want to hear your opinion about the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> yes <laughs> but we also want to hear some more ideas or movies you would like us to uh do a review on please um go to our website the where we have a little um i don't know what you call that <laughs> we have a little way you can email us on there or you can yeah we have a little contact form thank you contact form that's what i wanted to say but also you can email us directly at the at gmail.com absolutely follow us on facebook or like us on facebook follow us on instagram at the squad ghouls yes and please don't forget to rate and review us we, yeah man we, we need, need reviews, reviews. <laughs> <laughs> in unison reviews and we don't want to just review ourselves because we feel like that's really disingenuous so yes. we would rather you do we want to hear from you we appreciate everybody listening and we value your opinion so absolutely and, so please rate and review us Yes, please. (laughs) Creep it real, everybody. And we'll scare you later. Bye. Bye.